When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 5, Episode 11, Chapter Titled. A Very Topanga Christmas. I am Alden. I am Tanya. I am the boy. I am the girl. Uh, hi, and you're the class. What's <laughs> up, class? Um, Tanya? Yep. Uh, anything we want? Do you, do you have any philosophical questions that you want to ask this week? philosophical questions i don't know i asked last week about Corey's attitude and whatever that was not really philosophical but do you got anything no what have you been up to um i mean right now i'm watching it snow beautifully out the window like it's the most beautiful snow i've ever seen like really big flakes it's very pretty i have to drive really far in a couple of hours so i hope it stops soon yeah but it is absolutely gorgeous right now. Our animals who live outside hate it. They're very upset that this keeps happening. <laughs> They're like, why don't we live somewhere where this white stuff doesn't fall from the sky? But it is very pretty. Our animals inside love it. That's because we tend to get kind of lethargic when it snows outside and we just sort of lay around. I watched... Julian the Phantoms all the way through again yesterday, like probably for the fourth time. And Fred kept climbing in my lap and just like laying there. I didn't do anything all day except for make a quiche for like three hours. It was really good. But yeah, our animals love the fact that we are not doing anything. Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, not a lot. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, looking back, like I don't know even really what I did this week. I worked and that's about it. Uh, yeah. Um, I took you to work a couple times and all that stuff. Yeah, the weather's been very wintry this week. Yeah. Anyway. But that's about it. Just we gotta, winter weather. We need more to talk about because I feel like this episode of our show is going to be short. I don't think so. You don't think so? I have a few things to say oh, about it. I can't wait. You know why? Because that's what our job doing this podcast is, talking about Boy Meets World. Our job? Well, I mean... We have an obligation to the class to teach them about Boy Meets World. You know, sometimes when you have a teacher and you're like, I think I know more about history than this teacher, this history teacher. <laughs> I think our class might know more than us. I think they might be just like, oh, I like that teacher. That's They're good teachers, but I do think I know more. Yeah, probably. Anyway, you know what else we did? We watched. Oh, <laughs> what did we do? We watched Boy Meets World, Season 5, Episode 11, Chapter Titled. A very Topanga Christmas. Just ripped the wind right out of my sails. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I did that. We have traditions, Tanya. You know what, though? What? Sometimes it's okay to compromise. All right. So you're right. This was a short episode. <laughs> wait, I was right. It was a short episode. We're done. Uh, no, this episode was... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Blur me up. Oh, Um. Okay. The blurb for Season 5, Episode 11 of Very Topanga Christmas is Cory and Topanga spend Christmas together. Um, and now the episode is over. I said blurb me up. That is the blurb. I know. Isn't that just the title of the episode? But it feels that way. Um, thanks, Disney Plus. 
Um, that would be like if on WandaVision, they laid out the entire plot of the episode in the blurb and we didn't watch it because then we would know already. Well, to be fair, like you don't get to see everything that happened in the episode. That's true. Um, but I do like Disney Plus. They've done two things to, to us. They they had the crazy um, blurbs that were short lived. Were very short lived, but were entertaining, and we made fun of them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you make fun of things, it's because you enjoy it, right? Um, and now we got this. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, and I mean, this wasn't even like the title wasn't something I could work off of to like come up with a blurb that wasn't the blurb. It's it is. We would what never it is. do that. That's true. You remember when we had that tradition? Anyway, this episode was directed by uh, David Kendall. It was not directed by Three Aliens. Uh, and Who it was is David Kendall. Uh, he's directed before, but I don't remember. Connie Kendall's Pro- dad. Probably should have looked at this at some point. No, last time we talked about it, he was like a Ken doll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was written by Andy Gordat. <gasps> like the basketball player? No, that's Gortat. This is Gordat. Mm. Anyway, that joke was for eight Wizards fans out there who remember Marcin Gortat. My favorite basketball player ever. Um, anyway, uh, classroom or not, Tanya? Where do we start? We are not in the classroom. Really? It's like... They don't, classrooms don't exist anymore at the beginning of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're in them sometimes, but not really. It's just right now we're in the living room, sort of. We're like on the stairs. I appreciate you trying to find things to talk about, knowing that <laughs> I I don't have a lot to say. Dating. Watching the wheels in your head turn, trying to tell you to say things and like words aren't coming out of your mouth. Uh, Once again, like I think. This has become more and more frequent. Uh, the, my first scene is written down as um, Tanya's scene, living room, <laughs> uh, because... Uh, he lost his pen. I got a pen, right? Tanya gave me a pen as we sat down to watch the episode. And I wrote down the, the header that I always write, Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, season five, episode 11, the episode title. I wrote the director. I wrote the writer. And then the episode start started. The theme song started. And he was petting Fred. I was petting Fred, and my pen disappeared. And I looked for it for the entire theme song. The entire theme song and the whole opening scene. Yeah. So um, we're in the living room. Alan is, like, up trying to put the tree together. Eric is in there with him, and Alan is talking about how much he loves his aluminum tree. It's his favorite thing about Christmas. And Corey runs down the stairs. He's like, all right. Topanga is spending the night for Christmas, so I'm going to need you to not run through the hallways naked singing Christmas songs. And uh, Alan was basically like, I don't do that. And Corey was like, I'm looking at you, Eric. And Eric was like, it's what the people want. It, I only do it because people expect it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Eric and Corey talk for a little bit about Topanga spending the night and Corey pulls out Topanga's gift to show Eric. And he's like, you know, it's a ring. And Eric's like, oh, my goodness, I can't accept this, like, because we're family. And that would be weird. And Corey's like, no, Eric, it's a promise ring. And he's like, a promise ring? Like, a promise of what? And 
Anchor is like a promise that we're going to be together forever. Topanga. Yeah. Corey and Topanga. Corey and Topanga. Because obviously Corey and Eric have to be together forever. They're brothers. Mm-hmm. Me and all my sisters have promise rings. <laughs> the promise that we have to be together forever. I feel like sometimes you guys aren't together, though. <laughs> like, you guys have, like, little blips where you're not together for a while. Oh, yeah. You're like, I hate you. You're my sister, but I hate you. Yeah, I think that's normal. And then you're just like, hey, you're my sister. I love you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. normal. So what the what is the promise ring for? That we'll always get back together. Oh, okay. So this is like if if Corey and Topanga had a promise ring and they were like, this is we'll always get back together. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna no, break it up would a be lot. Like, it, well, yeah. So they they promise that they will always be together, and they might have some you know hardships along the way where they don't spend as much time together. They have some trouble, but they always end up back together. Aww. Just like me and my sisters. Aww. Go ahead. Um, still, still Tanya scene. Still haven't found my pen. So then Amy comes in the front door and she's just like, look who, look what I brought for you for Christmas, Corey. And it's Topanga. And Corey gets all like sappy and he's just like, I love you so much. I'm so happy you're spending Christmas with us. And like, is very excited. And she immediately comes in. And she's just like, oh, thank you so much for letting me spend Christmas with you guys. And Alan's like, oh, we're so happy to have you. Do you want some eggnog? And she's our like, tradition. Yeah, our tradition. It's my special eggnog. And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. And she starts to drink. And she's like, this is really good. Have you guys tried mulled spiced wi- uh, wine? Not wine. Uh, cider. Mulled spiced cider. That's very difficult for me really to say. Really try to say it again. I don't want to. It's really good auditory experience. No, I don't want to do it. Um, and they're like, no, we have eggnog. Eric's just like, we have eggnog. We're an eggnog family. And Alan gives him keys. He's like, go get Topanga some cider. We can do both. Right. And Eric is like, how can we do both? He's like, do you ever see eggnog and cider in the same section of the grocery store? No, because they hate each other. And then Alan tells him to go get her cider. Mm Mm-hmm. So already... It's all about compromise. Uh-huh. Is it still my scene? It's still your scene. Oh, my goodness. T- when did you come in? I'll, I'll let you know. Don't you worry. Um, so as they're all standing there, she's like, thanks. You know, it's just that the only thing that's important to my family, the only tradition we have is spice cider. Um, that and we go to the evergreen farm and pick out a tree. Oh, my God. What is that? Because they have an aluminum tree. And guess mm-hmm. what? I found my pen. Let's get talking. <laughs> um, so we go to the evergreen farm now at, at night. In Vermont. In Vermont, 600 mi- or 300 miles away. Um, they're in Vermont cutting down a Christmas tree. They're all miserable. Topanga's like, I just thank you guys so much. But, you know, it's just this is what we do. You know, this is what we always do. Oh, do you think since we're in Vermont already, do you think we can stop and get some maple syrup? And Alan is just like, oh, we'd be nuts not to. And Eric is like, you know what? This is going to be the best Christmas ever. And then he's like, assuming she still wants it to be on the 25th core. Mm-hmm. Which, surprise, surprise, she might not. <laughs> uh, anyway, so now we go back to the Matthews living room. Um, they're talking about what they're going to... Um, 
Topanga's like, oh, you guys, you guys open, what, what, how do you guys handle Christmas presents? Yeah, she's like, what time do we open Christmas presents on Christmas Eve? And Corey's like, um, we open presents on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I open presents on Christmas Eve. And Corey's like, on Christmas Eve, Mr. Feeney comes over to read a Christmas carol to us. And she's like, oh, okay. And he's like, Okay. And she's like, okay. And Eric grabs Corey and pulls him to the side. And he's like, listen, we need to talk. Um, she is running your life. This is what you want for the rest of your life. She's going to, you're going to do everything she tells you to. And Corey's like, I don't do everything she tells you, tells me to. Um, Eric says, you're not going to be Corey Matthews anymore. You're going to be Corey, whatever Topanga's name is for you. And he's like, actually, my name is Captain Takes Me Shopping. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I don't remember why he said it. Eric is giving him a hard time. Corey goes, this is, is this about the Christmas tree? And Eric is like, it's not about the 600 mile drive to get a Christmas tree. And Corey says something else. And then Corey goes, is this because she purrs when we make out? And then he's like, and Eric makes a face and Corey's like, oh no, I think I've said too much. Um, and Topanga comes down. She's like, oh my goodness. Like. There's something I need to go get for the top of the Christmas tree. You're going to love it. And and Corey has already said, like, I'm going to tell her. Right. And he's like, uh, Eric gives him a look. And Corey's just like, uh, if she thinks that we are not putting up the cardboard noodle star on the top of the tree, she's got another thing coming. And she comes down. And she's got an angel. Behind her back. Yep. But she comes over and, like... Gives Corey a kiss and Eric purrs behind him and mm. Corey's like, he guessed, he guessed. Mm-hmm. And then she pulls the angel out and um, she's like, won't this just look so beautiful on top of the tree? And Eric is very visibly angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we go to the apartment, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we got Jack. Oh, no. What? Feeney does, they talk about Feeney here. About how Feeney always reads a Christmas carol. Yeah. And she says, can we, instead of you just reading it, can we do, each have a part and do voices? Huh. Right? I guess. I remember that happening. I don't remember that happening here, but I didn't write it down anywhere, which is weird. I have... Maybe I lost my pen again. (laughs) I have Eric thinks Topanga is too controlling, and then Feeney always reads a Christmas carol. Topanga wants them to act it out. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Feeney is like, but I do. I, I'm i Tiny Tim and Scrooge and everybody. It's mm-hmm. tradition. Mm-hmm. So we go to the apartment now. Ned, yeah. And Jack and, and Eric are excited. They're spending Who? Christmas. Jack and Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Jack and Sean, the brothers. Why do I get Sean and Eric mixed up because so much? Because they're your much? two favorites. Maybe. It's weird. Um, Jack and Sean are in the apartment. They're putting together like a little Christmas tree. And Sean is asking what Eric nor or. Oh, I just oh, did it. Interesting. <laughs> Sean I is- just. Jack, <laughs> Eric and Sean are the most generic. Yeah. And their characters can be kind of interchangeable. Yeah. Um, They're just three white dudes with hair parted down the middle. Yeah. So. Um, they are putting up their tree. Sean asked Jack 
what he normally does for Christmas. And Jack says that he normally goes like somewhere that's kind of swanky. And Sean's like, oh, well. You oh, know. he says they go to the they go to the Alps. Oh, yeah. And Sean's like, oh, yeah, well, in the trailer park, we're usually sitting around, like, counting our blessings. Thanking God for for all of the things we have to be thankful for. And Jack goes, oh, uh, yeah, we we pray on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're very quickly realizing, like, they don't really know each other that well. And while Sean states, like, he's excited to spend Christmas with his brother, it's all he ever wanted they don't know what to do. Right. Jack keeps going, so what are we going to do? And Eric, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. And Sean is like, um, well, I just so I've always wanted to spend Christmas with my brother. And now I finally get to. And, and Jack is like, okay, so what are we going to do? And Sean is like, oh, I'm just, you know, it's so great that we finally, no matter what we do, we're going to do it together. And Jack is like, uh, what are we going to do? And that's where we leave them. That's where we leave them. Pondering what they're going to do for Christmas. Pondering. And now we go bright and early, three o'clock in the morning. To the hallway. To the hallway in the Matthews residence. Topanga tiptoes out the guest room door, I guess. Mm -hmm. And right across the hallway is Corey's room. And she tap, tap, taps on the door. And she's just like... Wearing her giant... Night shirt. Night nightgown. Yep. Her hair is up in a ponytail, but she still looks perfect. She wasn't sleeping at all. Mm-mm. There's no hint of sleep on her. Well, you don't sleep with a ponytail, right? Some people, I'm not a girl. Some people do. I can't. I don't know how you could. Like if you roll at all, like it's gonna be like you're gonna. It's gonna be like a tire with a with a bulge if, in it. If you sleep with, because I mean I've slept with a ponytail or a messy bun in my hair. You've slept with jeans on. I know that's Crazy true person. too. Now I hardly even want to wear jeans ever, mm-hmm. but. Um, like as you roll over, it just sort of moves. Like, so that's why when you, like she was not sleeping, her hair would have been all over the place, even in a ponytail. Yeah. Tanya cracked the code. Mm -hmm. Topanga wasn't sleeping, which we also would have found out if you waited three seconds for her to say, I wasn't sleeping. Right. So Corey comes out and he goes, Hey, Topanga, you frisky little girl, come in. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, no, no, like, don't you ever wake up at three in the morning and just think about things? And he goes, no, never, not once. He's like, I'm normally asleep and dreaming. And in my dream, you come knocking at the door and I say, come in and you come in. Can I tell you how badly I wish I could say I never wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Like, that would be wonderful. I don't. I know. And, but I do sometimes because you are awake. Like, this morning it was four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I might as well just stay up. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was able to go back to sleep. But sometimes he just wakes up and he's very quiet. Sometimes he wakes up and he, like, goes and gets cereal and stumbles back to bed very loudly and i'm like well i'm awake too good morning that sucks being married to me i guess no not at all um it just means i get to see you for an extra couple minutes i am just not a sound sleeper anymore i miss it i miss sound sleeping (sighs) now i'm sad yeah you're not a great sleeper no i'm bad 
And I always feel bad because I am a great sleeper and like I can fall asleep in like two minutes. The moment I'm like, "Mm, I'm really tired. I'm just like out. Yeah. For the night. Yeah. And sometimes I feel guilty about it because you don't sleep well. You should. I do. Yeah. And you should. Anyway. (laughs) So, um... So Topanga is talking to Corey and she's just like, you know, I just, I woke up and I was thinking about things and he was like, okay, well, what were you thinking about? And she says, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, my traditions and your traditions are different. And I was thinking about the Christmas tree and the cider and how glad I am that, you know, you're so willing to like, let me have my traditions too. And when this conversation started, I thought she was awake thinking about how inconvenient she was. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but no, she was just like, you know, and we're very different. And I'm just so glad that for the rest of our lives, I'll be able to wake you up at three in the morning and we can talk about it. Yeah, I don't think we've discussed up until now how we've felt about how Topanga's acting. It sucks. Yes. She's being the worst. Yes. Um, all, Like, all... All I was doing while I was watching this play out is, and I don't know where this came from, I'm not going to pretend like I can see the future, but for some reason in my head, I just kept going, come on, Lauren. And I don't know what that means, but it was just in my heart. So if there was a Lauren, do you think that Lauren would have imposed her whole like Christmas worldview on the Matthews family? No, but we'll, we'll, we'll address that. Later on, when we have some time. I don't know. We don't have time right now. Right. Um, Yeah, no, I agree. Topanga is acting shitty, but I also think that we need to remember, like, these are kids. Yeah, and we'll we'll get more to that in in the end, I think. Um, I have much more to say that's not just Topanga was being shitty. Right. But right now, that's what I'm thinking. Topanga's being a pain in the ass. Right. Um, So Topanga goes, you know silently back to her room after giving Corey a kiss and Corey's awake now and he's not going to go back to sleep so he goes downstairs where his dad is sitting on the couch putting together a model plane when she asks him over the course of that whole discussion she does say like this this is okay right and Corey's like oh of course it's okay so like he's not saying no it's not okay right um but yeah he goes downstairs and Alan is sitting there making a making a plane and Corey's like what are you doing up and Alan is just like, you know, like every night you're just laying in bed sleeping and you feel this tap, tap, tap and you hear, Alan, can we talk? Ugh. And I looked over at Alden and I was like, can you even imagine? Like, I would be so mad at you if you did that. Especially since you're not a good sleeper. Like if I was like, oh, he's asleep, but I really need, I need to talk right now. But- but and like flip that flip it and reverse it um i am awake probably four nights a week i Mm -hmm. wake up between three and four a.m right right what if three or four nights a week i was tapping you and waking you up on purpose to talk about something that could wait until morning once or twice a week i'm probably a little um Louder than I would like to be, and you wake up for a second. Yeah, and I just go back to sleep. It's never actually can, a problem. But can you imagine if I was doing it on purpose? Like, look at you sleeping over there. I'm going to wake you up. 
And then you wanted me to think about things? Yeah. Like, actually have a coherent conversation? No, thank you. Yeah. Like, that's my time to, like, think about planting stuff and, like, not real life problems. Yeah. Like, do not, don't wake people up in the middle of the night to talk about problems. It can absolutely wait until the morning. Yeah. Anyway, so Alan's like, this is what happens. How, why are you up? And Corey's like, uh, basically the same thing. And what do I do about it? And Alan gets up and goes to this cabinet in the living room and pulls out a model plane. And he's like, I have one of these for each of you. But over the course of this, uh, Corey is talking about how, like, I just, I thought we were the same person. And now I'm learning that, like, over the last eight hours, I'm learning that there's so much about her that I don't even know. And Alan goes, oh, so you're learning that she's not you and she's her? Which was so good. Yeah. And, but Corey doesn't pick up. He's just like, yeah, exactly. Like, how can I keep going like this? Right. Um... So Alan gives him the model plane. He's like, this is how you deal with it. Which, if you are trying to compromise in a relationship, and this is the one thing, like, that they need to talk in the middle of the night or whatever, come up with a way to cope with it. Like, I thought Alan was fantastic in this part. Yeah. Anyway. That would be a deal breaker for me, though. There would be no compromise. It wouldn't be a deal breaker for me. Like, I would... if. Because, like, you're pretty much perfect. Like, there, there isn't... <laughs> you don't have a bunch of things that I feel like I need to compromise on. And if it were that you just... Like, say you were having really bad anxiety in the middle of the night and you felt like the only way that it could get better is if you were to kind of have me help you through it, then that's one compromise. But, that we would be making. And then I would need to come up with a way to get myself to the point where I could go back to sleep. Right. But every once in a while, I don't think it would be a deal breaker. If it was like a literal, like, I, this happens so much. It's <laughs> so often that I have all of these model planes put together. Yeah, it would just be, I would just think about how selfish the other person was. Right. Um, plus, you're right. Like, I just sleep so poorly that I can't, I can't make that worse. Right. I would not be able to live my life anymore. Right. I'm barely holding it together as it is. <laughs> anyway, so we go. It's now it's uh, Christmas Eve morning, right? Yeah, it's Christmas Eve morning and we're in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Topanga is cooking away. Her pancakes look perfect. They're perfectly golden brown. She's humming Christmas carols and Corey comes down and she's like, Merry Christmas Eve. I made breakfast. And he seems like kind of trepidatious over it. Like, oh, OK, like what are you doing and um she's like every christmas eve this is like our traditional breakfast so she went from being like we only have one christmas tradition yeah. and that's the cider too we have every christmas tradition this is everything that we've ever done in my life and i'm going to do it here in your home and i can't function without it um i feel like the breakfast is fine though sure 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 except um they went to Vermont and got syrup, and Corey is very. Corey goes to grab the syrup, and she's like, "No, no syrup." And he's just like, "We went all the way to Vermont for this syrup. We should be able to use it." And she's like, "No, you put snow on these pancakes, silly!" And like puts powdered sugar on them. Mm -hmm. And Corey goes, "I'm gonna go take the trash cans around." And she goes, 
uh, it's Christmas Eve, silly. They are not going to come and pick, pick up, up trash. trash today. And he goes, yeah, I think I'm going to wait out there till January 4th. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Topanga's is like, you seem really tense. How about some orange juice? And she gives him some orange juice and he goes to drink it and he starts talking and then makes a face. And he's like, what is in this? This is not orange juice. And she's like, oh, you know, I squeezed a little bit of grape juice in here and he's like why would you do that orange juice by itself is delightful yeah just that that orange grapefruit juice just puts him over the edge and she's like you are stressed out let's go for a walk and along the way we can go caroling and he's like well he's like she says we can i can take you on along the route that we're going to take when we go caroling Mm, okay and he's like i don't i'm I don't sing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, but it's just caroling. And he's like, no, you don't understand. Singing is awful. I'm embarrassed. I don't like it. And in that moment, I was like, I'm Corey mm. right now. Yeah, I figured. Just that moment, I was Corey. Because mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't sing in front of Alden ever. No. She'll sing in front of the kids, though. That is kind of a bummer. Anyway. But, yeah, no, I feel that. Like, I do not sing in front of people. Um... And, but she's flat out being like, you're being ridiculous. You have to sing. And he leaves. Yeah, he he, he freaks out and leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we go to the apartment and it, it whiplash cuts to the apartment with Corey going, ah, you're married to somebody for 32 years and you, you still don't know them. You know them. Yeah. And he's got like a cup down like by his leg and Sean is like filling it with uh, eggnog and um jack is just sort of standing off to the side and sean is sitting there he's like topanga's a really good person like you really you shouldn't have walked away he says you don't know how lucky or he turns to jack and he's like jack he doesn't know how lucky he has with a girl like topanga and jack is like i don't don't know her her. (laughs) Uh, maybe one day i'll get to know her which was so funny because until then i didn't even realize he really hasn't been around topanga yeah um that is really that is a really good bit of continuity mm-hmm. that this show de- definitely would benefit from, like that awareness of, hey, they've never actually been in the same room together. Right. right. Let's make a joke about it. Um, and Corey, Corey is just like you don't understand. Like I feel like I don't know her at all, and she wants me to do all these things, and she's trying to control my life, and I just can't handle it. And Sean's like. You need to go back to her. He says, you and Topanga are kind of like orange juice and grapefruit juice. And Corey's like, what do you mean? What does that even mean? And Sean says, "Uh, orange juice and grapefruit juice are not supposed to go together, but they are. Mm -hmm. Just like you and Topanga. Like, it doesn't make any sense for you guys to be together, but you are. Yeah. Um, And they talk about how different they are and, and... Sean is just like, no, you want to you want to say like different me and Jack couldn't be any more different. Um, and then Jack goes to get the door. Yeah, the door. The There's a knock at the door. Jack goes to get it. And he's like, Corey, some girl is here to see you because he doesn't know Topanga. Uh-huh. And Topanga walks in and she's like, listen, I'm sorry. Um, we need to talk. And Jack and Sean are just standing there, and she's like, uh, excuse me. And Jack goes out the door. I think Sean stays there. Oh, Sean goes out, like, up the other way, like, Mm. up the stairs or whatever. 
And uh, she talks about how she apologizes for being selfish and and making all of her traditions about her. It's just that's what she's used to and that's what she wants to do. But she didn't want to push push him away. And she's like, listen, we have diff- different Christmas traditions and that's okay. And um, she says something about like, you don't have to go singing. And Corey is like, this isn't about Christmas carols. This is about everything. This is about the tree and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, this, that and the other. And and about the fact that, like, he's realizing how different they are than each other when he thought that they were so alike. And she's like, look, I'm going to go. Um, I hope you're home soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and she walks out all sad. And then right in front of Corey, Jack and Sean are like, Sean goes, I can't take this anymore. I'm going skating. And Jack is like, oh, I love skating. And so they get very excited and they go off ice skating together. And that's after Sean tells Corey, like, you need to go after Topanga. Mm -hmm. And Corey's like, no, I don't. Like, I need to sit here and think if I can't fall asleep listening to Feeney read the Christmas Carol tonight, then I'm just going to watch it on TV. Mm -hmm. And so Sean and Jack leave and Corey sits down on the couch, turns on a Christmas Carol and immediately falls asleep because he didn't get enough sleep last night because Topanga was tapping at his door at three in the morning. That's true. Uh, so he falls asleep, I guess, but he's woken up immediately by Topanga. Huh? By Mr. Feeney on a top hat. <laughs> Sorry, very different. Very funny to me. It's one thing to get Jack <laughs> and Sean and Eric confused, but Mr. Feeney and Topanga is a whole new level. Well, it's Mr. Feeney in a top hat, and top is how you start Topanga's name. So top, now I'm confused. Now it's Topanga. Oh, I see. Yeah. I actually followed that see how completely. That went? Uh-huh. Anyway, Mr. Feeney in the top hat wakes Corey up and he's like, Ah, good morning, Mr. Matthews. And you know, Corey's just like, Mr. Feeney, what are you doing here? And Mr. Feeney's like, I'm not Mr. Feeney, I'm the ghost of Christmas future. You fell asleep to a Christmas carol. And now you're dreaming, and you're dreaming of me being the ghost of Christmas future. I'm going to show you what your future is going to be like after this whole thing with Topanga. And Mr. Feeney is like, I learned all this when Alden wrote the Boy Meets World Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I learned my lesson then. You're going to learn his lesson now. I need to go back and listen to that episode. I don't ever again. I'm embarrassed by it. I love that episode, but I don't remember the whole story that you wrote. Mm, I don't either, because I've blocked it from my memory. I loved it. <laughs> anyway, um, so Mr. Feeney's like, look, let's let's figure out what your life is like because you turn away from Topanga and her Christmas traditions. And it cuts to the apartment. Eric walks into the apartment um, wearing a Christmas hat, carrying mm-hmm. a Christmas tree, um and he like comes through and he goes into the kitchen and Corey says something to eric and mr feeney is just like no like he can't hear you he can't see you he doesn't know you're here and eric pulls his hat off and he's bald and uh Corey's like oh you did not age well and then eric is just like Corey, i've got your I cider out, and and i let out your pants yeah and i let out your pants and Corey's just like why would he need to let out my pants did you know what that meant yeah oh i didn't i thought like i let out your pants like i let out the dogs <laughs> and that's i was trying to figure out where that was gonna go so are you serious yeah no i definitely at that point was like 
Corey is like, why did you let out my pants? And I expected Eric to say something like, well, they needed to pee or something. <laughs> yeah, no, it was weird. That's such a weird, like, way for your brain to go. Like, you've never heard that term before? No, no. Really? So anyway, he made Corey's pants bigger, or he had someone do it. Right. They got tailored. Mm-hmm. And um, so Corey's like, I wonder why he had to do that. And then aged Corey comes out, and he's larger. Mm-hmm. And um, Corey's just like, oh, my gosh, oh, no. And new Corey, older Corey, you know, is in various stages of, like, un keptness and he comes down the stairs he sits at the table and eric's like i made you your breakfast and lunch and dinner this is all you ever eat is just these christmas tree pancakes and then he like sifts some um powdered sugar on top and new Corey just is like sitting there eating it and i was i get very upset about like fat phobic Mm -hmm. stuff And it always upsets me that the way that people go when they're like, oh, this person's let themselves go is all he does is eat pancakes and now he's big. Mm -hmm. Like, it happens. Like, we can't always control what our bodies do and we shouldn't always control what our bodies do. It just, it was gross. It was a gross thing. Yeah, I think the implication there was that he's completely let himself go and that was a quick and easy way to show that. Um, but you're right. Like, there are other ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the point, is he let himself go and he's completely given up on everything. Right. Um, so... And Corey then is like, okay, so this is where I'm at in the future for Christmas. Let's go see how bad Topanga is. Like, let's go see how bad she looks. She and must like, be miserable and alone. Yeah. And so they go and they're standing outside a window... Um, of the Matthews house, I think. It, it definitely was looked like the Matthews house. Yeah. Um, and he, they're looking in and Topanga's sitting in a chair. She looks exactly the same. I guess she's still 17 years old. Yeah. And Corey's like, oh my gosh, she's beautiful. Like, I guess things aren't that bad for her. And But he says, I bet she's all alone in this house all by herself. And then... A guy comes in carrying wood and he's like, see, she can't even do get wood for her fire by herself. She has to have it delivered. And then, oh, my gosh, that's Jack. They must have to, like, spend time together because they're both alone on Christmas. And uh, he goes, I mean, they, they no, Jack goes, ah, Topanga, I don't even really know you. <laughs> But but I'm so glad you married me. And they kiss. And Corey's like, well, obviously, this is a loveless marriage. And then three kids walk in and they're just like, Mom, Dad, is it time to open presents now? And Topanga's like, yeah, it's time to open presents. Everyone gather around the tree. And Corey's like, well, I guess that she, you know, has all of her traditions just like she wanted. And she's not alone. He feels very spiteful about it. And uh, Mr. Feeney, Ghost of Christmas Future, is like, can you look again? Look like, at the, look look at at their the tree. tree. And Corey walks over and he's like, oh, it's aluminum, but she would never do. How did he convince her to do that? And Feeney goes, oh, perhaps he never ran out of the house like a coward. And he says, perhaps he realized that the spirit of love brings compromise. Mm-hmm. 
and he's uh, something is said about how they they started new traditions together. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, Corey's calling out to Topanga, and Mr. Feeney's just like she can't hear you. And Corey keeps talking. He's just like, I love you. And Topanga talks. And she's like, I love you too. And Corey thinks that she heard him. Mm-hmm. And then she like turns around to Jack and is like, Jack. And then that's the end. That's the end. We go to the Matthews kitchen now where Topanga's sitting there super depressed. Forlornly looking out the window. And she's just, and Amy says, like, I really thought Corey would be back by now. I don't understand why he's not back. And Topanga turns around and like walks towards the table and she's like, I just, I wanted to fit in with your family. No, you didn't. <laughs> That's not what you were doing. That's like true. you are one person in a family of five trying to push your traditions on people. You were not just trying to enjoy Christmas with the Matthews family. I think this would have been a good point for Amy to kind of say that. Like, we love having you here. But we have our own traditions, right. too. But Amy has always babied Topanga. True. And you see that in this moment, too. Like, she comes over and she's kind of, like, playing with Topanga's hair. And I think that is, like, I think Amy favors Topanga. And I've had that in my life where, like, my, you know, boyfriend's mom favored me over her son. Mm-hmm. And it was always the, like, well, you know, you're right. <laughs> and... Even if I wasn't, I was very babied. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of related to that yeah. in that moment. Um, but she says, like, I wasn't trying to ruin your Christmas. And Eric is just like, hello. <laughs> like, I've been telling you basically this whole time that you were ruining our Christmas. Yeah. So everybody walks out and Topang is just sitting there by herself at that point, And she hears a singing at the door of the first Noel. Yeah. And it is Corey who is singing her a Christmas carol. Yep. And she is so happy and she goes to the door and Corey comes in and he's like, I, you know, I, I want to be able to compromise. I want us to be able to have Christmas together. We can have new traditions, blah, blah, blah. And they make up. And he pulls out a ring and he's like, mm-hmm. here is your promise ring. And and this this is to signify that we'll always be together. And just like you and your sisters, we'll break up and get back together <laughs> and be great together. Um, and then she's like, Corey, thank you so much. Now here's your gift. And she gives, he, he also tells her, by the way, through the course of this, he's like, you've already given me a gift. Don't get me anything for Christmas. It's Christmas Eve, Corey. If she hasn't gotten anything by now, she wasn't going to. Some people are procrastinators and don't go shopping until Christmas Eve night. I don't think anything is open at this point. Like it's late. That's true. Um... So she pulls out a ring and she's like, this is your gift. It's a promise ring. It means we'll always be together, even when you and your sisters don't like each other. Um, Tanya's making a face at me now. That was one too many times to make the same joke. Um, so now we go to the, the post credit scene. It's, um, we're in the kitchen. The, I mean, the living room. The We're in the living room while the credits are rolling. It is during the credits, not after the credits. And... Um, Good one. <laughs> That's Ms. your tradition. Mr. Feeney comes to the front door and he's just like, all right, guys, it's time for a Christmas carol. And they all come in. They pile onto the couch and the chair. It's everybody. Jack and Sean are there, too. 
Morgan's sitting on Topanga's lap. But Topanga's sitting next to Eric, which I thought was weird. Yeah. Um, And then it's Corey, and then it's Amy, and then it's Alan, and then in another chair, it's Sean and Jack. And Mr. Feeney starts reading, and then it, like, sort of, like, morphs into the end of the book, and everyone's asleep, and Morgan's, like, stretched over three people on the couch. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mr. Feeney... Is just like bah humbug and shuts the book. Even though, if he was reading the whole Christmas Carol, he wouldn't only be like six pages into the book like he was when he closed the book. Got him. Mm-hmm. And then it pans over everybody asleep, and then everybody laughs, and then it pans to Sean and Eric who are also Sean asleep. Sean and Jack. Sean and Jack <laughs> are in the chair asleep. Who are also together. asleep, and everybody laughs really hard. And I was like, that wasn't any funnier than the rest of them. Well, I think because Sean's mouth was hanging open. I don't know. Anyway, episode's over. Tanya? Yep. How did you feel about this Christmas miracle episode? So, it's no surprise. I love I love a Christmas episode. <gasps> um, I'm surprised. However, I wasn't really looking forward to this one because I remember out of all the Christmas episodes, this was my least favorite one. Here so comes the negative. When I started, I was like, oh... And and probably up until about halfway through, I think up until the point where Alan talks to him about compromise, I was like, "Ugh, I really don't like this episode. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those cases where the episode starts out in a way that I don't like and it ends in a way that I do like. Mm -hmm. Um, Because by the end of the episode, I was like, I actually really like this episode. I just. So. They're kids. Like, yeah. we forget because so often they act like adults. Mm-hmm. But Topanga and Corey are children. Like, they're the same age as our child, basically. Yeah. And, like, a 16, 17-year-old really is still learning about compromise mm-hmm. and really is still learning that everything doesn't revolve around them. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be crazy for an only child... Like Topanga, I mean... She has a sister. She had a sister when she was like 11. She hasn't had a sister since. And now she's definitely an only child living at her aunt's house. She wouldn't realize that things don't always revolve around her and what she wants. It is something that she needed to learn. I think my issue is everybody immediately jumping to cater to her Mm. instead of explaining like, hey, like we... We honor the fact that you have traditions too, but this is our Christmas that you're spending with us. So we want to show you like a different Christmas. Like that's the point of spending Christmas with other people is you're you're experiencing new traditions because every family does have different traditions. Um, you know, when our nephew comes over during Christmas time or Finley's friend comes over during Christmas time, they open the advent calendar with our kids. Like, they aren't sitting there going, oh, but our advent calendar has candy in it and we aren't running out to get them a candy advent calendar. They're doing the the random acts of kindness with our kids. Mm-hmm. So they shouldn't have jumped to catering to... Driving 600 miles is insane. Right. Like, that would not... That could not happen. But... Um, I think it was important for Topanga to learn this. And I think it was important for Corey. Like, I think mm-hmm. that despite the fact that Topanga was just unlivable at this point, like, 
those are important things for kids to learn. Right. Um, I also think it was important that they needed to learn that they will always be getting to know each other and that just because it's, you know, they've been together for so long and they love each other so much doesn't mean that they're going to stop learning things about each other. Like, Alda and I learn things about each other still all the time. Like, even down to all text him and be like oh my goodness this new song is out and he'll be like I didn't even know you liked that band and um kids learning that is important I think the other day uh Caden was talking about um he and his girlfriend and about the fact that you know down the line somewhere they're gonna love each other but not be in love with each other and I talked to him about the fact that like that's not necessarily true like Alden and I are still in love with each other but we've learned that it's okay to like different things and and spend time together doing those separate things but we're still spending time together we're still in love with each other we still want to be around each other um so I I do think it's a really good thing for kids to learn that they need to compromise and all of that and I loved Mr. Feeney's speech about not running, learning to compromise. I, I think, again, though, we're watching these kids literally not communicate with each other whatsoever. Right. Until they explode. Right. Which is a constant problem with Corey and Topanga is they are like, oh, everything's perfect. Everything's perfect. I'm going to stuff down this and I'm not going to talk about this until it gets to be too big. And then it's like, actually, we've got a big problem. Mm hmm. But it was a good episode by the end, and I, I really loved it. How did you feel about this episode? I thought it was, it was decent. I don't, I, don't, I don't enjoy watching it because it is really frustrating to watch Topanga act like that for the first half of the episode, and it's also really frustrating to watch no one talk to her about it mm-hmm. um, because she's not necessarily doing anything wrong. No one is telling her that they're uncomfortable with this. Right. Eric is alluding to it a lot, but even then, I'm not sure how much he's really bringing it up with her. Right. Um, Often with Eric, people just ignore him anyway. Like Like right. Nobody noticed that he was having this problem until he pulled Corey aside to tell him he was having this problem. Right. And you can't be, you can't be upset with somebody if you're not telling them how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, there's, there's no point in it. So while it's frustrating to watch that beginning part, um, it's it's also frustrating to watch them immediately. They didn't learn from that. They they learned, hmm, they learned a lesson from that. They learned that they can compromise and 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 f- make new traditions together and all that stuff. And it's not always about being the same person. And it's about liking different things but still loving each other. But they still haven't learned their core issue which is we don't know how to talk to each other we don't really like each other most of the time um but we we're afraid to discuss that because we're supposed to be together mm-hmm. uh and be, even by the time we get to the end and they've learned their lesson it still is very much like this was terrible but we're cool now yeah cool we're good now right we're good yeah we're good definitely good definitely don't have any problems mm-hmm. um which is happening, it happens way too much with them for it to be true. Right. 
Um, at some point, you have to discuss the the root of the issue. But you're right; they're 16 or 17 years old, and they haven't picked up on that. I just can't believe neither Amy or Alan, having basically lived with Topanga in their lives for years, didn't feel comfortable saying anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we we would say something. I mean, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I I I don't think. We would hesitate if if we saw an issue coming up between our kid and their significant other. Um, I don't think we would really hesitate to step in and kind of go, "Hey guys, you're being ridiculous about this." Right. Um, to either of them. Right. Um, I mean, we've with friends with our children's right. friends, we will say we'll hear you know someone be like, "Well, at our house we do this," and we're like, "Oh, hey." Just so you know, like we're you're at our house and like you decide that you wanted to eat dinner here. So we also and and we wouldn't just stop that. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't put an end to what they want, what they're used to. Right. You compromise. And we would show the kids that like we have done it a million times where you're like, okay, well, we're not going to do this, this and this. What would you like to watch or what 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 would you like to do after dinner or what would you like to do? Mm -hmm. Um this weekend like Mm -hmm. we let them kind of incorporate their lives into this but we make sure they know that this is still our 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 thing Mm -hmm. so it's not just about them going no topanga this is bad they alan and amy should have stepped in and said oh you know what if you want apple cider that's fine. We'll get apple cider. We'll have it tomorrow for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to Vermont to get a Christmas tree. Sorry, this is our Christmas tree. Yeah, the fact that there was no communication from the adults even was so right. weird. This like, was their chance to be parents and show what compromise means. Feeney tried. Yeah. He was just like, hey, no, like, this is my tradition. This is what I do. Like, I come into these people's houses every single year and read this book. Like, this is what I do. And he was obviously trying to convince Topanga like no we aren't doing it your way but everyone had been catering to whatever she wanted anyway Mm -hmm. and in that moment I do feel like Topanga was being awful Mm -hmm. because now she was being told no like this is what I want to do right by someone who is in authority over her all the time Mm -hmm. and she's just like oh well you know we're just gonna do it my way anyway right Anyway, so I just feel like that was a good opportunity for the parents to kind of step in and show compassion mm-hmm. and compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sean and Jack's stuff was short, but it was funny. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they found some common ground. Yeah, it was good to watch them kind of realize. And it, and it was showing Corey right then and there, like, this is what it's like to, to find a thing and start mm-hmm. a new tradition. Because mm-hmm. as they're walking out the door to go ice skating... Sean is like, we this is this is our new tradition. Every year we'll go ice skating, and Jack is just like, yeah, mm-hmm. um, which is important. Like right. we as a as a couple, as a married couple, we had traditions before that we have kept, and we have, we've had traditions that we've let go of. Like this is just kind of like now we've made new traditions with right. our family that we do as a family. Yeah, and. And we talked about it. It would be like, okay, I know this is what you used to do with Aubrey. Is this something that you want to do this year? And this is what I used to do with the boys. So, like, can we combine them? And and we usually could. And right. then we made new traditions based on things that the kids enjoyed that we did starting when we got our home. Right. So, 
Yeah, it is. It's about communication, and Corey and Topanga have none. Yeah, but they're sixteen or seventeen years old. They need they need people to tell them that too. But they also need to stop having people tell them that. Like Corey needs to stop having people tell him that Topanga is too good for him and that he doesn't deserve her. That's true. Because that is a problem. Yeah. It's that constant like, well, do what she wants because you're too good or you're not good enough for right. her. It's a constant thing. That's true. It happens a lot and it's the worst. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, that's how I feel about the episode. <laughs> good. Yeah? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Um. So, let's compromise. Okay. What else do you want to talk about? Do Do we need to? No. We don't. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> I mean, it is snowy outside. It does feel kind of Christmassy. I do kind of wish we had seen this coming and just done it for our Christmas episode. Um, the The worry would be that we are doing it out of out of order but i don't think they wrote this in order because angela did not exist i was going to point that out like this seems really because i did point it out. well and because at this point jack and sean have spent a good amount of time together yeah and they've lived together for a few months like sean moved in at the beginning of the semester yeah um so it this does feel a lot more like a a couple months ago like when he first moved in like they don't know each other very well but they've already been through stuff together. Like they dealt with the witches together. Like and there was there was no conversation about what Sean was going to do with Angela or where Angela yeah. was. Like it, Angela spent Thanksgiving with them. Right. So it feels like Thanksgiving was filmed later than Christmas. Yeah, or at least written. Yeah, I think it was written later. Um, but whatever. This is also one of the first episodes in a while where Corey and Topanga are central to the story. That's true. So it was a little bit like... Blast from the past? Yeah, it was kind of off-putting. I think that was what my issue at the beginning of, of it was, too, was it was like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Like, this is super centralized on these two people that we haven't really focused on very much recently. But now that you say that, like, we don't get a Cory or Topanga story anymore without it being Cory and Topanga disagreeing. Yeah. Like, we don't get anything in between anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's either no Cory and Topanga or Cory and Topanga are arguing about something or, right. or they're not communicating about something. Right. But so what would an episode be if it was just them perfectly fine? There'd be plenty of things they could do. Like it would just be two people enjoying their lives together and like things happening outside of that. But isn't that what it is? No. No. What's happening is stuff between them. Where they're having issues. Yeah, but there's plenty of episodes where they're fine and then they're like more the B plot and the things are happening more with the people around them. They could make they could make stories about Corey and Topanga together happy and and experiencing something crazy happening. Mm-hmm. Um But whatever. I like the Sean and Eric show. Yeah, me too. Anyway, where can people find us, Tanya? Tell people where they can locate us uh you can tweet at us at bmg and bmw on twitter and you can um email us at bmg and bmw at gmail.com you can um i guess you can make comments on podbean because we've gotten a couple of those recently and i find it very enjoyable but i didn't even know that people left comments on podbean so it's It's, like i think this is the first time we've ever gotten comments on podbean yeah 
Um, Spider, all of the Facebook and all the reviews or, or emails and tw- tweets or whatever. Like we got a comment on Podbean and I was just like, I think my phone's broken. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, of course, you can join our Facebook group where we chit chat about the episode. And um, people do talk about Boy Meets World aside from the podcast. It's just a really fun community that is Boy Meets World centric. Um, you can just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar and we will approve you and you can come talk to us. Um, and that's about it. Somebody asked me about video games in what? the Facebook group. Ask me, just so I can talk about them. <laughs> I'm playing a game right now, and I just, I'm really into it, but I can't talk about it. Anyway, thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 5, Episode 11. Do good. Class dismissed.